It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, What's up? up? What's, What's up? up? What's up? Welcome in. It's episode number two of Jobbing Out, boys. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get it for what it's worth, but I want you to guess anyway. There were two title changes at Hell in a Cell. Um, yeah, that's true. Not the one. <laughs> Brandon Episode number two Yeah The second time Orange Cassidy got screwed over uh, That's also true but well, I don't know if it's only the second time he's gotten screwed over I was going to say that, that might have been more Cody. than that yeah, right. By Cody, um, By Cody. No well he's easy Easy over there that didn't happen Anyway um, No boys I was completely unaware of this You probably were Ben Nash brought this to my attention I had no idea that WWE had launched a line of wines. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did know this, actually. With it's two. The Undertaker has one, yes, right? And it's the ult- really expensive wine, too. And the too. Ultimate Warrior is the other one. They have two different yeah. wines available for you. Um, you could pre-order a two-bottle mix, the Undertaker wine, and the Ultimate Warrior wine right now, how much do you think it will cost you? $100 for the two. That's correct. That is correct. My my wife was interested, and I looked it up, and I was just like, oh, no, absolutely not. I will pass. Although, Nash and I did talk about doing a tasting. (laughs) We did talk about that. If this was, if it was fifty for two, I would absolutely buy it. Yeah, Yeah, just not 100 Maybe we should just all chip in and, like, and and, and uh, the next time we're allowed to be in person together. Well, we I could, don't I don't know when that's going to be because Aaron decided to run off to the I, other side I of the country. I forgot about that. Yes. He ran away from <laughs> us. Um, yeah, I had no idea. And really, I'm I'm all in favor of uh, wine tastings. The problem is, uh, you can keep the wine, and I'll just eat the cheese. Like that's all I really want to do is a cheese. Dude, I feel like when I went wine tasting with you, that's what exactly, that's exactly what you did. what I do. It's I'm just you there know, for I've the talked, cheese. I've talked to someone who's tried both, and um. They said it takes a really long time to drink the Undertaker wine, but once you are done with it, it's mm. very satisfying. However, um, you drink the Ultimate Warrior once wine you're done with it, it's and satisfying? it wears off immediately. I was I was trying to see where you were going with that. I was trying to yeah. figure <laughs> out where you were going with that. All right, uh, our boy Steve Miggs is going to join us again this week. Uh, we've been doing a few moments with Miggs recently, and it's good to have him back involved. We just wanted to get him back involved with us. Uh, he was trying to do the bit where he could be a part of the show but not talk to us, which is kind of a dick move. Um, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, right? So uh, Steve will check in with us a little bit later on. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron Oster. He's Brandon Linton. Um, boys, a lot to cover this week. I want to start with something a little more encompassing, if I could. Um, I it, it was kind of alarming watching on Monday night, and we got some reports that followed it up. I'm a little surprised... That they did this. I don't know if you guys have heard. There's something. Um, it's Survivor Series. You guys familiar with it? I think so. It's it this is, tiny little pay per view. It is the one time 
all year when a superstar from Raw and a superstar from SmackDown and maybe a superstar from NXT might square off against each other. But apparently, it is no longer. I mean, it's certainly still the only time all year where a superstar from Raw might face a superstar from SmackDown. You can't see those two together anywhere. Everybody knows that. There's actually laws in place. It prevents them from getting together in any place. But for whatever reason, they're leaving out NXT this year. And it doesn't seem to be getting a lot of attention that it's happening that way. I don't know what to make of that. I, I, and, and this, I think, goes back to a bigger problem that we have, which is this just proves how irrelevant Survivor Series is. They're, they're making a foundational change to the pay-per-view, and no one gives a shit. Yeah, that was the best part of it last year, was that, like, you know, we all kind of, like, if you watch the show and you're trying to get anything out of it, you're already submitting to the fact that it's essentially a house show and or an exhibition or whatever you want to call it. But it made it at least an exciting one or a more exciting one last year when you had all these really unique situations with NXT involved. Now, part of me thinks back to how that happened, and I'm thinking, would that have even ever happened if what happened didn't happen with the people being stuck. Like, is it, is it possible? The yeah, only so reason been, it was going to be played, it might've been pushed back a week, but yes, okay. they, they had already, before that happened, they had announced that NXT was part of it. Right. That's right. They did the teaser and put their logo on the commercial yeah. or whatever. Right. I, okay. Now, so give I me, a, here's, here's give the me the a theory. Then here's the real question. Why are we doing this? Well, last year, here's, here's the question. Why did we do it last year? Last year was the first time. Last year was be and and you can say last year and the reason NXT what was the attempt to try to hype up NXT try to push it it's on USA now it's going up against AEW so the question in my mind because if that was the reason last year is it just Vince has kind of given up on NXT as a thing uh, so that it's this is the the sort of the question that I'm trying to get an answer to um, and I'm not suggesting like I I don't think it this. Is, We've said before, it makes all the sense in the world if USA says, hey, let's do it on Tuesday nights instead. Well, the numbers will be slightly bigger, but, you know, we don't have to go up against it. Now, Vince, of course, as I worried about, doesn't that he, – he can never lose. He can never admit defeat. And moving your show to a different night would be like admitting defeat. So is there some world where Vince McMahon would rather there not be a show than there be a show on Tuesday nights? I don't think he'd rather there not be a show, but I don't think he wants to... I mean, to like, like it pu- goes... Not- I don't think he wants to put anything into it. The production for Wednesday show would suggest otherwise, but... It does. I, I hear... I mean, that was a really expensive TV show that they put on on Wednesday. It, with, um, on the surface, it would seem that way, and they revitalized that building so that it would, would look different and look better on TV. They clearly put some money into doing that. But I guess there's a, you know, or the the other question, is he trying to make a clear separation between WWE and NXT? This, these are the things that I can't, I can't figure out why a year ago, I, like I hear your argument, a year ago you're getting ready for this this TV, it all makes sense that you would do it. Did you know then we're only doing it for this one year? Like this is only about pushing this new TV show that we're starting 
and we're reading way too much into this as though the plan was always going to be to go like NXT could be killing AEW, whatever it was. The plan was always going to go back to it just being Raw versus SmackDown I, the following year. I don't think they had a plan. I don't think they had any plans one way or another. It was this year we want to do it, and we're not thinking about next year. I truly believe that. I don't think this is a big change. Um, I, it probably I, was, well, you know, they, they they got through the one year. They came back to this season this year. They said, Vince, you want to put NXT involved? And he said no for whatever reason. And that's the that's the part, like, if it's as simple as just it's happenstance, there's, there's nothing to it. It's just, again, the... I, I, I don't know. I struggle with that. I still struggle with that. They, they Can made I propose s- another possibility? What if it's what we were talking about last week, where is that basically they've just injected so much NXT talent into Raw and SmackDown that they don't need NXT in their minds for Survivor Series because they have so much talent that they need to get over that if you put NXT over again, over fucking essentially NXT... But, but, like it doesn't really accomplish much. I don't buy that. That does that doesn't. I mean, it makes make perfect a lot of sense. sense. I don't know why you would say that it doesn't. I mean, you, you've got well, all I don't, these I don't people know what... who have no legit established anything on the main roster right now. But if, you can if... still use the. I mean, it, it's you're by by right, injecting not... extra people from NXT. You're not taking away spots. From right? They, yes, you are. No, no, no. Yes, they're no, Brandon. They're not. They were doing the, all three in the same match. But they're... you're but you're taking away pinfalls or making people have to lose that falls that wouldn't have it's 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 making in, it more complicated in the, in you're the past in, away you're taking shine away in the past five survivor series how often has a pinfall in a survivor series match mattered i mean i'm i'm just saying i think that you've got a lot of i don't think matter they if you're randy orton it doesn't matter if you're seth rollins it matters if you're some of these other people I mean, I do think it matters. I who's, think got, who's gotten a huge rub from a Survivor Series match? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's the one. You can absolutely... And, and by the way, which w- again, which wouldn't have happened if they weren't in NXT. Shayna Baszler. Okay, so, you're, so you're, you're listing all the NXT people for the reasons why it should be NXT. No, that's the exact reason why it shouldn't be, because nobody else got any shine. Well, that's but just, no again, Raw or SmackDown you're... superstar has gotten a shine from Survivor Series in recent memory. Well, with or have, without NXT. Just, Listen, that's two arguments. Like whether they do it or not, and then they whether they ca- capitalize on it is another story. Dolph Ziggler most certainly fucking did the one year they that just was seven years or six or seven years ago at this. I'm point. just saying there are moments. I mean, Daniel Bryan got a pretty great shine from that match with Brock Lesnar. Um, I, I, there are moments. Like I, I think there's an argument to be made that Vince might have come out of last year saying, "Why did the NXT people get all this shine?" That doesn't really help what we're well, trying no, to accomplish. It, no, it was them right down in NXT. Hang on, like we, hang on. They were there was clear what they were doing last year. There's not really a debate yes. about what happened last year. Last year they were doing that to get attention to NXT. There's no, like, there's no way that Vince McMahon walked out of it mad. Like, boy, why? No, no. They, they knew what they were well, doing. But you a year can't ago. do that every year, I guess. I understand point, that, like, but I still don't understand why they can't be involved. Like that part, I don't get. And and you're well, and, we still don't know they won't be. We don't know 100 percent they won't put some kind of match in I mean, there. The, like the report the, the argu- reports make, hold on yeah. they could make you, you you could make the argument that if the women's tag titles are involved that you could put NXT in because technically right. 
you, they're the one title that they say. Yeah, but that they does now you're just now you're just shoehorning something in for the sake of doing it. That actually makes far less sense. Like you're just doing no, it. No, it doesn't. That's yeah. the one title that they can defend on NXT. That makes they've perfect. done it. But, they've done it once in two years. Right. They've like, done it more than once, but uh, have they? Yes, they have done it more than once. I don't remember more than once. I'll believe you, but if it's more than once, it ain't much more. It be shoehorning. No, like twi- it was like twice, but it, still, you're shoehorning I, it in for the sake of shoehorning it in. It, it's nonsensical. Like you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Either you're including NXT or you're not. They're telling you they're not, and the reporting is saying they're not. There's. Right. It's very specific like, that they're not yeah, New, doing. New Day this. cut an entire promo on the Street Profits. Correct, and they and they put graphics up. Like they announced matches. Right. This is we we like we're doing right. this. Now, could suddenly there be conversation about it and somebody say, oh, let's, let's have an invasion angle? Like, I, I don't know. I guess that's possible. It spits in the face of what's been reported about this. I'm confused. I'm confused because, I, again, Brandon, I, I, I think you might be in, like, the neighborhood of a point, but you're not making it because I don't think there is one to be made. You don't have to have the NXPT people go over and the argument that it's taking away a shine, if you have somebody from Raw or SmackDown win the match, it who cares who they're winning it against? Like, you're just winning it over two people instead of over one. I, I, I There's no argument for why it's a bad idea. It makes me concerned about why they would purposely go out of their way to not include NXT. Is it, is it possible, Aaron, to your point that they're trying to recreate that this is not three brands, it's two brands, and a feeder system again, I guess, but why would you go out of your way to do that when you want people to watch your TV show that's on every week? I, 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 don't, I don't get why you would feel the need to re-separate and say, no, NXT isn't one of us, but tune into NXT every Wednesday night. Like, that just... It doesn't make sense unless in Vince's mind he can then say, oh, well, you know, AEW didn't beat anything from WWE. They just beat NXT. It, like, that's a very – that seems like something Vince would think. I mean, maybe. Like, maybe that's the case. It's – I don't know. I'm, I'm going to – I'm not saying it's definitely happening, but I could see that being a situation. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm not saying it's insane, but I, I, I think that he would be doing that anyway. And I still don't think that, like – it, it makes no sense to just keep signing up for we don't want to try to win, right? <laughs> like, that, that makes less sense to me than if we're going to keep the show on the same night, if we're not getting rid of the show, why don't we try to use this as an opportunity to get more people to watch the show? It's Well, because baffling. you just did that last year, and if you did it again this year and they all lose, that doesn't really make you want to watch but, the show. But they don't all have to lose, like, is the point. <laughs> Like, they, they did something purposely a year ago. They can mix it up this year. They can have some of them win and some of them lose. They could do a very... Re- Survivor Series has no point. It is the most irrelevant thing that exists throughout the course of the year. If you have six matches involving all three brands, the brands can all win two of them. You can do that purposely and pull it off and make it happen because no one is damaged by it because none of it matters. The next day, it didn't exist. Do you think there's an argument to be made that maybe the positioning of War Games, because last year, War Games was before? It was the night before. Right, and this year, it's like a week or two later, and maybe it's it's clunkier 
Like, it was clunky as fuck anyway. I, I was going to say, it's clunkier to have it that weekend, I would think. No, it's not. It's way clunkier no, I, I, to have people that are about to fight fucking team up before that so 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 you're doing you're doing two different things there um one being again you don't have to do that you don't have to put a team together of people that are going to be fighting against each other if you're going to showcase the brand you kind of do no you don't there's always so many people that matter no well correct but you can find five of them for the one match that you're talking about undisputed era represents nxt yeah i mean it's it's not hard it's not even like it's not remotely troubling to do that in fact what they're doing this thing that they're all hurt till a certain point. I mean, I, 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 I think maybe it just interferes with what they're doing with what they're doing. Right, but to, to Aaron's I, point, it was way weirder a year ago when you had people literally trying to murder each other the night before and then suddenly being teammates the next night. That's, that's insane. See, I, I don't agree. I think it's weirder that you're building to matches where they're beating the shit out of each other each week and in the middle of that, you team up, and then you go back to that. Right, but that's, Wednesday. again, as I said, and that's not hard. You just don't before, have those people be over. teammates. That's not difficult. It's it's insanely not difficult. You just don't choose those people to be teammates. Problem solved. We move on with our lives from that point. I, I, I don't know why that's a hard thing. But who would, who would you put on a team, though? The people that don't have the belt. We can do this math really easily. So um, you would obviously have, um, well, you wouldn't have. You, can't you know put what? Gargano and Champa on the same team. Okay, so you well, he has the North American title anyway, so Correct. he wouldn't be in that match. Correct. So you have you have Champa on a team. You have you know maybe Adam Cole. Like they don't have to be interacting at all. You you could I mean like I said you could put a lot of the undisputed guys on the team. Fact. There's um, Velveteen Dream can be in that match. Well, you can't uh, put Champa uh, and Dream uh, together, but, oh, but you have that's fine. and Dream, that's fine. one of them goes in it. Yes. Or you can put Undisputed and Dexter Loomis, done. Boom. It's just not hard. They just don't do that for whatever reason. They don't think, they, again, it requires an amount of thought. Now, if you want to say that, like, maybe we're we're so overthinking this, and this just struck me, that that because Finn Balor's hurt... They decided let's just pull the plug on NXT as a whole because if we can't do a champion versus champion versus champion match, it sticks out a little bit like a sore thumb. I might even be willing to listen to that. Well, never mind. I was going to say something really dumb like couldn't you just put Gargano in that match, but he would be in the other one. Correct. Yeah, I mean that's – When is War Games exactly? I can hear that. It's December 6th or whatever that – Sunday so I mean, I mean, there, there's a bigger problem if they're worried about Finn there. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a bigger problem. Well, not really, because like you can get through War Games without having a championship match. Yeah. I mean, like okay, w- War Games can stand alone in that way that you don't have to have a title match for War Games. So. And then after that, there's no takeover scheduled till March, at least right now. Look, I mean, they got. Sure, there'll be another one. I was gonna say, I assume happen. early February there will I mean, be. Yeah, one. They, I mean, they've got they've got to figure out. Takeover. They'll be like one. What? What? One of. No, nope, I mean, last, last year they had a takeover in early February. Yeah, but they didn't have the WrestleMania one last year. But they were planning on having it. But they did the February one instead. I thought. No, no, no. no that was always February one. Early February February happened before the pandemic. Then. Like, they they changed the the WrestleMania one was canceled because of the pandemic. Right. They did one in early February, assuming they were going to have WrestleMania, and then a pandemic happened in March. Oh, because February, because WrestleMania was in April, though. Yes, got it. Correct. So they could. Yeah, use. they they didn't have one Rumble like this was instead of the typical Rumble. Last year was the first time they didn't have it attached to the Rumble. Right. Um, got it. Got it. Look, I I don't think it's the end of the world because again, Survivor Series is irrelevant. It sucks, but it's just interesting that there is a clear decision that was made to not do it. 
And again, Aaron, to your point, if it's just Vince McMahon flying by the seat of his pants, sure, that's the way we operate with a lot of things. But it's weird, and I would have thought that at least somebody might say something back like, why? <laughs> what? Why not? I don't think anyone <laughs> asked Vince why. I mean, which is kind of the problem with WWE might, for might. however. Well, some, someone will ask Triple H, right, the next time they do one of those calls, I'm sure. I would think, oh, I'm sure. I would think. Uh, let's stay with NXT just because we started there. Obviously, Halloween Havoc was this week. Um, two things. One, the I, I, you know what's really funny? They have this kind of weird advantage of, and I, I saw noticed this a couple times over the, the last few days. They they are definitely using the piped in crowd noise to their advantage, and yeah. I give them credit for that. The women's the NXT women's match was very good, but yes. it was not you know lose my mind. It was the third best thing that happened that night. Um, they are doing a very good job of using the piped in crowd noise to artificially make it seem like something is even more incredible than it is. But and to be fair, though, the the regular crowd would have done the same thing. Maybe. The, the regular, yes, the regular crowd, that match was exactly the kind of match that the regular crowd would have made seem better than it was to. Maybe. Might have been. Might have been the because case. Because of all the crazy spots. Right. Might, so. have, might have been the case. Um, I, I, you know, there have been a lot of that of late, uh, of late I give it to them. Um, I, I got to tell you, though, Glenn. There's so th- that one didn't bother me, and I can't think of the match. It was something from the last takeover, I believe. There is one where they piped in a "This is awesome" chant, and it wasn't awesome. Yeah, there's and been I I've no there's been a few of those. There's been a few of those where I've been like, yeah, you know, and and to your point, there there might have been one that it was it was gross, the the gross exaggeration. Yeah. There's just been a couple times yeah, yeah. where I've been like, this is a good match. Don't get me wrong, this is a good match, but. I don't know if it would be that. I don't know if that's what we would be doing in this moment. That all being said, Halloween Havoc was a very good show. It was yes. it was excellent. Um, the Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis thing ended up working. I was nervous about it. It completely Dude, worked. It was <laughs> so fucking great. And let me tell you, when they went to commercial with him running down the middle of the street, <laughs> that is one of the greatest <laughs> lead-ins to commercial I've ever seen. That was so ridiculous. I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous that they think um they Cameron they think it's like a, a character development to just have Cameron Grimes say his name so frequently. Like I'm a little <laughs> bit Grimes. I'm a little bit nervous that that's sort of all they've got for him is just say it again. Um but <laughs> but it was wonderful. I mean it was truly yeah. wonderful. It was it was joyous. I I greatly enjoyed that match. If, if there's one thing I'm nervous about, it's that they, you know, Dexter Loomis suddenly went from just kind of weird, creepy guy to zombie master. <laughs> little, yeah, little I, worried but, what might but, happen there. I disagree. That's I think that's in the context of Halloween Havoc in a match. I don't, I don't, I don't concern myself much with that moving forward. Like I still think he'll be creepy, but I don't. I you like, know what I was impressed with? I was impressed with how good those zombies looked. Oh like, yeah, it was they great. They did not look like cheap shit. Like yeah, how it looked like legitimate Hollywood like makeup, and the and and they had to have hired like stunt people or something because they also were performing really well. Like it didn't look like they just grabbed people from a haunted house, which is what I expected. I expected this to be a bunch of people that 
were out of work because Universal Studios couldn't do their Halloween thing or whatever. I mean, I was really impressed with like even the kitschiest stuff, like the zombie girls, the zombie referee, whatever. Either they shot it in a way that made their performance better or they were very good performers. But either way, it did not look like someone that got a bunch of Halloween makeup at Kmart, which I was very happy about. I, I agree. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Um, the the storyline that we talked about that I I, I I guessed the wrong way. So I guessed yeah. it would be Candace and not Johnny. It ends up being yeah. Johnny and not Candace. I don't know exactly what you do with that, right? Like, I'm not certain where you that... You can do the same general storyline where Johnny becomes a huge dick and Candace no, eventually see, goes I, face. I have a theory about this. I, I, I So... It's weird because there's, I think I know who the screen mask person is supposed to be, but I'm not convinced that it's who it actually was in the performance. 100%. Yes. I'm with like you. It's, it's supposed to be Indy Hartwell, right? Yes. But it was but not Indy that Hartwell. It definitely wasn't. It was a dude in there, right? Uh, I might have been a girl, but it was definitely not Indy Hartwell. So my, I think that they did it this way because it, they're going to make Indy Hartwell like trying to fuck Johnny Gargano kind of thing. Like she's gonna be like obsessed with him, and that's gonna be part of this. I, I feel like, I feel like that's there's something about that. Okay. Right? Okay. I mean, I mean that makes sense considering what yep. they've done for the last couple of weeks. Like so. She's like a stalker or something. I'm not. I, I, I'll say it that way. Yeah. I'm just not really sure how interested I am in that. I, I mean, like, but I, we'll have to see like how it. it, it I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think the problem for me is it, it goes back to, and I, I, like, I, I don't want to just keep playing my greatest hits. This goes back to, you had Johnny Gargano win, the the feud of feuds, to do this, to do. Well, wait, is this how you turn Johnny face? Like, Indy Hartwell isn't doing that, but Candace thinks she is, and mm. that's because ah. he tried to help Candace win too. Right, it just didn't work. Right. So I don't know, man. And, I, unless I, it's something completely different, and it's not her. I, look, I think th- I think there's plenty of logic. Our cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, how funny would if that be? If this is like Three Robert minutes. Stone, I'm not watching NXT anymore. <laughs> look, I mean, I'm I'm saying there's logic to it. I just it's not that doesn't interest me for Johnny Gargano. That doesn't make me say I need to tune in to see Johnny Gargano do that. Well, he's um, also the champion, though. I and, was going to say, it's not he's just doing that. He's yeah. fighting people. And that's fine, I, but again, like, it's... Well, what at this point, what is the storyline that you want to see? That's, the, that's part of the issue. It's why I was so convinced he needed to be done. Like, I, I'm just not getting out of this anything that justifies Johnny Gargano right now. Now, as it turned, that, the match was great. Uh, he and Punishment Martinez, that was tremendous. The match was really that good. That was yeah. absolutely outstanding. And I think my point is... I. If I just get that, if I can just get Johnny Gargano doing great matches, I'll live with that, right? Because it's it's fine. It's sort of like the Daniel Bryan thing at some point in WWE that even if he's not going to be the amazing character that we know him to be capable of at, at certain times, you just know at whatever point they interject Daniel Bryan, the worst case scenario is you're getting a great match out of it. Um, I, I just, it, I don't know. Some of this feels kind of hack to me. It feels kind of... This is not the way that stories are supposed to go. You're not supposed to elevate Johnny Gargano as being the sort of exalted winner of this feud to have him do Indy Hartwell stuff. No offense to Indy Hartwell. Like, it just, that doesn't feel right for Johnny Gargano. That feels like a way that you're not best using the top guy or what should be a top guy on your show. 
Um, and, and you know, maybe the answer ultimately is there is no storyline that I love. I just want Johnny Gargano having great matches and then, then moving on and doing something else. And um, we'll get that either way. Yeah. We'll have them get, doing great matches either way. Yeah, that's, so that's okay. you know, that's true. There is certainly truth to that. Uh, anything else from NXT? Yes. Oh, gold right. Star, oh, God. Yeah, Jesus. Fucking gold star to Rhea Ripley. And oh, yeah, that was very good, too. That was certainly... Holy it was shit. Out, it was outstanding, no doubt. It was very good. Um, uh, but no, no, we have, we, no, we have to talk about the Pete Dunne thing. I, I completely yeah. blanked oh, yeah, on that. Right. Um, okay, so two things. One, I take back all of the things that I said. I, I, I think wrestling fans are getting caught in a trap with Pat McAfee. <laughs> I, I don't blame them. They've been caught in a trap with a lot of other things. The Pat McAfee thing that everybody is praising because he's so good at it, you're 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 grading on a curve. What you're saying is Pat Mac I can't believe Pat McAfee can cut such a good promo when he's not a professional wrestler. That this is this is the issue. I don't need somebody who's not a professional wrestler to be good at cutting a promo. I don't need that. I don't need it at all. It actually bugged me. It was way over the top. It was way too much Pat McAfee time. And this goes back yeah. to what I said a week ago. A week ago, when and he's just sort of there, it's kind of harmless. When you're making everything about Pat McAfee, when all of these characters only exist or matter because of the presence of Pat McAfee, get him the fuck out. I'm not interested again. I don't want that. I have no idea why anyone wants that. Why do you want X percentage of the show to only be about Pat McAfee? I don't know who that's for. Again, you can make the argument he's got some following, and there is no doubt he's got some following, but I've said a million times, you can't make that following become professional wrestling fans. You can't do it. It's not possible. There's a percentage of it that like might be on the fence that you might reintroduce, but the number is so small, it's not worth it to me. This is too much Pat McAfee for me. I don't, need, I don't know who wants this much Pat McAfee in their professional yeah. wrestling. Glenn, you made my exact point that I wanted to make today about this was that I thought that as much credit as any of us that did give him credit for the promos he was cutting before, I think he got exposed um, this week by being given way too much time, way too prominent of a role. And I just thought it it was grating. It wasn't that good. I think if you took two minutes of that, it could have been pretty good. Effective at least, yes. And, and I personally believe, and you know, I know this is kind of a silly wrestling fan thing. I think they interrupted him on purpose. I don't even think that was the kayfabe interruption. I think they were like, "All right, mm-hmm. get this fucking guy. like." I think that that interruption felt like he had more to say, <laughs> like for real, <laughs> and that they literally interrupted him because it was going long because he kind of repeated himself two or on. three times in some of the stuff. And and man, it was not, that was not a good promo. And anyone that thinks that was a good promo needs to go watch actual good promos. It just was him talking. Like it was him doing yeah. it. Now here's what I give it. It sounded like him doing a radio show by himself. Man, right. I, I, any any yeah. of us who have done yeah, radio right. shows by ourselves Which is know what they want. They, we know what it's like to monologue. We understand what it's like to just go stream of conscience and just keep talking and understand nobody's interjecting. It's just you until you change your mind otherwise. So we've all been there as far as broadcasters are concerned. And like again, to his credit, he was a professional athlete for a long time. That's that's proven himself capable of transitioning to that. I don't think he does it by himself though. So I don't think he. It, that's required of him to do those monologues. But those of us that have know that you've got to be able to do, like, the, the first time you sit down to do radio, you realize, like, 
hey, I ran out of steam after four minutes. <laughs> like, I needed somebody else to talk. That's what it sounded like to me. It, he just kept talking. There was no point. He was just, it, it was, it, ah, God, it was painful. And I don't, I don't want, it's a different thing. I know that he's supposed to be a heel here, so like disliking him is part of it, but there's two different things going on. I didn't dislike Pat McAfee, the character. I disliked Pat McAfee taking up time on my television screen. Like, I don't, I don't care who it is. I don't want them doing this much. It was. Yeah, it, it definitely made me want to change the channel. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I mean, if, if I was a person who was choosing between two wrestling shows, that would be an opportunity for me to find out what was on the re- other wrestling show. It, it's, it's not good. And, and more offensive because it involves so many people that are good and that I want as part of my program that everybody else involved with this. If we, if anybody there was be, it it was besides Pat McAfee, it would be like an all-star game. I mean, this it's insane. I'm getting Lorkin and Birch teaming with Pete fucking done against the undisputed against the undisputed era. And somehow someone thinks that the, that, that should be built around Pat McAfee. Which is why I really wonder if this was supposed to be Finn. Uh, I'm going back to that well. Yeah, I... Especially when you add another European person involved. I mean, you keep going back. I, I just... No, because Finn, was, Finn wasn't... They didn't know what Finn's injury was when they did that bullshit no, takeover. That's my point, is I think this was... Finn was supposed to be there as, you know, you continue the title feud without you using the title. You think he hired Ridge Holland to beat up Adam Cole? I think that that was a. I think it's a possibility. Yes. No. I, I think it's a I weird. Think I think it's Pat a weird mission. I think this is Pat McAfee all the way. You would also in your do. in your scenario, Aaron. You'd also have to assume that they weren't interested in having a championship picture, like for that to work. Yeah. I mean, they they've I done mean, it before. I'm not saying they haven't. Yeah. Now, like I said, it's not. I just said a minute ago, it's not the end yeah. of the world for war games. But I don't know that yeah. they. That's what they want, and that's why I still struggle with that theory. I also struggle with it because they gave Pat McAfee 10 minutes of television time the other night. <laughs> like, it's pretty clear that yep. they're all in on Pat McAfee. And, and yeah. I, I, I want to be able to nothing the guy because that's how I felt before. This is making me dislike him. And again, not the character. I know they want me to dislike the character. The character is not the problem. I dislike the performer. I, I dislike their involvement. This is, um, it's, it's, it's Eva Marie-esque, right? Like, how dare you? Eva Marie yeah, is great. No, you love she Eva was Marie. awesome with yeah, that last right? gimmick. Um, it's, it's the, I, my problem <laughs> is, is, is far bigger than, um, than, than, than a heel face thing. This, I, I'm really mad that I'm getting performers that I love working together and, but not actually getting it. Like that really pisses me off in this process that I can't just get an amazing storyline with undisputed era against Lorcan Birch and Pete Dunn. Like I, I, I want all of that. I want that on a fucking TV show every week for the next year. Um, and instead here's some more Pat McAfee. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just me, but it's brutal. All right. Anything else? By the way, also the, the storytelling point where we were supposed to believe he was actually there to help, Colorado that was the weirdest like, part. Yeah, that that like why why in the world would there have been any interaction? Pete Dunn has done nothing but feud with undisputed era <laughs> years was, now. That was definitely. A if anything, it, it actually it, it makes it makes the nonsensical make sense. Which is why would Pete Dunn give a shit about Pat McAfee? Well, he doesn't. He just hates undisputed era, which that makes perfect sense. Well, and McAfee is apparently paying everybody. Yeah, because Pat McAfee is somehow completely loaded, which is also another bizarre. 
like like hey, point on. The cheese bowl deal, probably paid him well last year. I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case. All right, Hell in a Cell was this past weekend. Um, we have a new champion on Raw. Um, it's been long overdue. It's 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 time to do it. Um, Randy Orton gets the moment. Uh, interesting. I, I'm. Uh, are you starting to wonder if they are? You, is there any world in which they want to get to a point? Where Randy Orton and John Cena both have had sixteen, have t- both tied Ric Flair, and they have a championship match with one of them having an opportunity to get the seventeenth. With Ric Flair as the as the referee, something yes. like that. I'm I'm starting. I like when they brought that up again. I started to think about whether that's a story that they want to get to at some point. To me, I think it might be more that they're not sure that they'll ever get there with Cena, so they want to start laying the groundwork for Orton. Um, and he's tied to Flair more too. Right, correct. I I was thinking more along the lines of if they if they get to I I refuse to believe they don't think they can get there with Cena. They're willing to let somebody be there for for five minutes and let him. If it's John Cena, they'll let him do this. You know what I mean? I, Fair. I I don't know. I don't know if I buy that part of it. Well, it'd um, be kind of cool. Which I mean, there's no fucking way they're gonna do it. Is if they let people tie it over and over again, and then eventually somebody is the anointed one to break the record because right. that would like be a five story. guys That's, that have had you know, 16 too much I but i mean and then at some point you know those other people who tied it before are just dropping off the radar because if we're talking you know right. three years into the future now where's triple h on that list <laughs> no, that's who Randy Orton tied. Not that high, I don't think. No, that's who Randy Orton tied at 14. That, that's what they brought it up. That was why this right. they mentioned that Randy Orton tied oh, yeah, Triple H. Right. But, but not, not high enough that Triple H could reasonably break it. I, oh, I stop it. Now. You don't think they could let Triple H have the belt two more times? You're out of your two mind. to win it. Come on, man. There's absolutely a case where they could end up doing that. Um, it presents this complicated picture coming out of this. I, I, Aaron, you said something. We actually did a, a new thing this week. It was called show prep. Um, <laughs> we decided we would give that a shot, and you described it as weird. I don't disagree. Like I, I got to be honest with you. W- w- what Drew McIntyre just coming out to attack Randy Orton? Mm-hmm. Justify that. Now, here's and and I'm going back further here. So we talked about this coming out of the out of the last pay per view. I'm going to lay down what has happened here. You have the the champion, you know, kind of get a fluke win. Then you have a champion blatantly cheat to win. You have the challenger win cleanly, 100% cleanly. In a very intense. And then the next day, the the former champion comes out, attacks him, and tries to blind him after the the camera show off that they make a big deal about on social media. I mean, Drew McIntyre's a heel. I, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I don't at all. I don't disagree with any of that. And and where you're going, for what it's worth, I, I, I know that we always say, hey, the Fiend is the face. That's the way that this works. But let's, we, it doesn't we, look that way. It sure as shit doesn't. <laughs> like, they're, they're not telling that story in any way. And I get it. They never really have told that story. It's just that we all like the Fiend, so we've kind of made him the face in certain circumstances. But if the Although, point wait 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 there is one thing they did that is kind of plays into that which is that he didn't attack anybody and that is different. Well but, the um, the Alexa thing I think also solved And the Alexa 
Well, the Alexa thing, but also the fact that he didn't attack anybody. You can say that, but but you still have her sitting there and maniacally laughing at all of that. Like that's that's a. But I mean, the fiend was standing two inches from Randy Orton and didn't hit him, which is not that's never happened. And that's fine. And so if if you want to play that in, but you can't combine that with Alexa Bliss maniacally laughing at the whole she's thing. Just, she's crazy. She's crazy. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that, you can be crazy without being a bad guy. But that doesn't make you a face either. No, <laughs> like, no, not necessarily. Well, but but no. Fiend is not going to be a perfect face. Like That's well, never course going to happen. Not. Even if they try to make him a face, he's going to be a maniacal face. And, and if the yeah. point is, hey, we need to get through the end of this year, and so Randy Orton versus The Fiend gets us through the end of this year, like, yeah, it's not perfect. It's not... That's fine. But either The Fiend is winning the belt, which doesn't make any sense if you're trying to get back to Drew whenever you can have crowds again because then you have a a fiend that you've been treating as the face against Drew McIntyre and the idea that crowds are going to embrace Drew McIntyre when he's going up against someone they like doesn't really make a lot of sense it's a it's a convoluted picture is all I can say at the moment it's you know what they're going to do right well they're they're not going to have the fiend soon they're going to have the fiend loom I think because I, I well, think that, I mean, if you don't, you're not going to have a match at Survivor Series. So the next title match is at, was it TLC in December? Like, with Drew not stepping out of the picture, like, I almost think that it'll be Randy Drew at TLC, and then you move Fiend in. Or it's going to be a triple threat, and Randy Orton will pin Drew McIntyre. That's what I thought that they were sort of teasing, is that, that this is going to be a triple threat so that they can... And the Miz is going to be involved in this somehow too. And, and that's the other reason why I wonder what they're doing with Randy here with Miz looming. I, I mean, Cook. I think it's totally plausible now that, like, as we talk through all this, that maybe none of this actually is a thing. That this just might be, hey, it's super yeah. fucking awkward for us to end shows when we're doing the Raw versus SmackDown without it just being. You know, and again, I know this is difficult to hear. You can only, it's a, like, it's a one-time thing with Survivor Series. It's the one time all year where you might see Raw versus SmackDown. So you can't have, like, SmackDown superstars show up on Raw. <laughs> um, you can't do that because it's one time all year. So, it, like, I'm actually trying to talk myself into the idea that none of this matters, which, by the way, should be the tagline for Survivor Series. But if none of it matters, why is Drew doing it? And why are they making a big deal about it on social media? Because they have to have a main event segment on Raw. Because... But this happened after the cameras went off. Like, the the, the, the the big attack. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, that that part, I I don't know. I I don't know what to tell you about that. I really don't. Like, so so explain to me why that matters. Because I... Doing this again... What are we... What is the end game for all of this? I don't like the only end game that makes if we're assuming that everything we've seen matters, which, again, as you pointed out, isn't always the case. The logical conclusion based on the pieces that are in place right now is that they might try to make Randy Orton face. Which, again, two months ago, I was completely on board with. We talked about doing a double switch around uh, around SummerSlam. That makes all the sense in the world. But if that's the case, then is that because they've abandoned the idea that they want to have another big Drew McIntyre moment, which I'm fine with. I told you before, I don't, I don't, I never thought they should have been making their plans around trying to recreate a Drew McIntyre moment uh, in front of fans. I, that was that was a bad idea to me. Are you convinced that they're giving up on that? Here's here's my question, and and it would go against them making face because there there is another possibility 
Yeah. Uh, as far as moving the pieces around, they want to clear the board for Edge. Yep. What I've been saying the whole time. I mean, if you know when Edge is coming back. Like, if they know well, that not, Edge could be around. Tell anybody that. Yeah. Well, yeah. but if, if they if they figure that Edge is around Rumble season or Mania, so he doesn't he doesn't have to win the Rumble. And they just want to say, all right, we have to to make Edge a legitimate contender. We have to get Drew out of the picture. We have to get the Fiend out of the picture so Edge can come in here. I mean, look, I hate it, but sure. I mean, that's 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 what it is. Like, I you know, I, if that's if that's what they're doing, that's what they're doing. So, okay, I I I don't know how to respond. I really don't know how to respond to that. It it's it's gross. It reeks. It's not necessary. It's just bad. It's. It's it's all of the problems that you've been having for a long time, and you're continuing to allow them to manifest. Instead of creating more stars, you're just defaulting back to a part timer who won't be around for or won't be doing matches regularly. But let's just do it anyway. Like that, this is what they are. So sure, do that. Go ahead, be that. Be the company that you've clearly told us that that you are, and that we've just selfishly not wanted. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It's. Is it impossible? Of course it's not impossible, but it sucks. That's just what it is. It sucks. <laughs> and I, it's a bummer because I like Edge. I like Edge too. But there is no world in which Edge should be the face, like, coming. That It's insane. It's insane that you would think that the story should be face Edge winning the belt at WrestleMania. I, I, it's nuts, man. Come on. Moving forward. Um... I'm sorry. I just get myself worked up about these things. I mean, it's, it's right now. Those are the two most reasonable things. So it, it's worth getting depressed over right now. But uh, we didn't talk about Miz taking the title from Otis, or we mentioned it, but didn't get into well, it taking, more. Taking the briefcase. It's fine. I, mean, I got. I got on the list. Um, look, I you know, I, I there's so much that doesn't make sense in this that I still have to go back to, which I brought a couple of weeks ago. You separated all the things that made Otis interesting. Now you take the money in the bank briefcase away from him too what is the point of this well and you're now having tucker on raw but, while feuding with otis on smackdown when it, they can't this is like this is insane <laughs> this is this is uh, you know making a mess I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys know this but there's a pay-per-view coming yeah, it's out. the one time all it's year the yeah, one I've heard time that. I've heard all that. year. Could, yeah. Like that match is Could you imagine happening, if you have all right? the title matches and then Otis versus Tucker as a like Raw versus SmackDown? Oh, like it's, it's happening. It's, it, no, if I it's mean, not it's, happening, I'm, then somehow they're. No, it, it's happening, but I, I want the, that to be like they, you know, you have Raw cheering on Tucker and SmackDown <laughs> cheering on Otis. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, I, okay, so after you do that, now what? <laughs> like this is the this is the problem. This clearly was not the plan. It, it reeks of, we have no plan. It reeks of, we'll just do this until we get to its conclusion. And then I guess both these guys are completely irrelevant afterwards. I, you just can't sell me on the idea that they, that they both think Otis is a top single star, but also can't hold the briefcase. Those two things don't jive. I don't think they do think Otis is a top single star. So then what I, is I think they think he's he's entertaining and can be, but not a top single star. So then what's the, the point of this? The other thing that was weird, and I think plays to your point, Glenn, is that they they also 100% teased that he was going to go after Sami Zayn for like a minute. Like, they had a whole segment on SmackDown 
where he interacted with Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn was making fun of and him if, and all. And, if, and I, that that was when I thought I think I had just said on the show the, that week, or they could do something really underwhelming like have him cash in for right in order to a get minor the uh, title. And then they did that, and I thought for sure that's where that was going. And then they just abandoned that. But but to and your but to your, I, I think they can I think they can go back to that. They of course easily. they can one hundred percent revisit that at some point. There's no question. But the point being, if you think that Otis is good enough that you had to separate him from from Tucker and break up a tag team, that it was so important to do that, then why don't you think he's worthy of becoming a champion? I, I think, think there's he's a worthy of becoming a champion, but not the champion because yeah. of because of. Now, what, where those championship pictures are, there's no room for him. But and I th- think that's a different conversation. You, know, you can always no. solve that yourself. Like that, that's something that they've done a million times with briefcase holders before. Like they've figured out no, a way to I'm make it work. But I'm saying they don't want to because because of what they have going. There's there's no there's there's not a place nine months from now for him in that picture. And and I I, I could confidently tell you, looking at it, I don't but, believe there's a place. But for nobody. Him in but we didn't think. One of those but we didn't think there was when now. he won the briefcase either. It's like we keep coming back to you. Well, I think maybe when he originally won it, they thought they were going to put the title on Corbin or something. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think that's where that was going. I, I think, don't think they ever had a plan for him to cash in. I thought I think, I don't think someone in that room plan. was like, it would be funny to do this, and we'll figure it out later. But that it goes back to my point. Then just leave heavy machinery together. Yes, we're we're, that, we're, that we're going so far out of our way to try to make all of this make sense. You want to elevate Otis as a singles performer. Okay, fine. But if you're doing that, there's one way that's the absolute best way to make Otis a relevant singles performer. It's to have him win the belt. And again, that's insane. Like, I, but that was always insane. But it's insane that you think that he's irrelevant, that it's better to have this guy be a singles performer than to just have him be in the tag team that works. Maybe they thought, well, yeah, see, none of this works with the stuff they just did, to your point. But maybe the original thought was it works for him to win the title if they have crowds. And once they didn't, then they didn't know what to do anymore. But to your point, why do you right. take Mandy away and okay. why do you well, break up? Fine, the have him. I, I, I have no problem Mandy's with him losing. Relevant. I don't think they had any faith in heavy. Like, there's a reason that we haven't seen heavy machinery really team in all year, basically. Well, they stumbled into that, though. That wasn't. That, right, but that, that was right, but here's the thing. Or anything. I think it's because they stumbled into the Otis Mandy thing. Right. Well, and, and that's why I say if Mandy's around, you can get rid of Tucker in their yes. minds. But you but need she's one not of around them. either. Right, they, they, they took the everything that made Otis interesting, got rid of it. Yeah. And now want to tell me that Otis matters? <laughs> like it, it's none of this works. This is so strange. I don't care. Well, that, there's, there's that, one part of this that works. The one part of this that works that might make everything okay, and I'm sorry to everyone involved, is the Miz holding the. Well, briefcase. the Miz holding the briefcase That's, is great. I yes. I don't disagree with that. That part is yeah. is is wonderful. But I think at this point it was like, who gives a shit about anything else? We just want the briefcase on the Miz. Again, oh, actually, but I, I I'm gonna take back one thing. If Edge wins the title at WrestleMania just to have Miz destroy him and win the oh. title, that I I will take back everything bad I've said. Yeah, it certainly works better. There's no question about that. It works way better if that's if that's what you're getting to. Um, I mean, I still don't. Li- it, no, this go- it, it shouldn't be Edge, but right. I, w- I would have some some satisfaction seeing and these and and it's edge. better to do that to Edge than it is to do it to a you know a, a champion who is building to that moment, right? It's better. I've got, to- I've got you one better. 
Goldberg. Oh, God, don't. Please, don't. No. Please, don't. At least I'll get some good promos don't. out of Edge. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'd love to see the Miz pin Goldberg. Well, that say. would be kind of wonderful. Uh, the 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 Roman Reigns thing again. It continues to be great. I don't know what else there is to say. It just continues to be great. Um, this was this was. No, really... there's there's something to say. This was even better. That I I think it's worth noting. This was even better. And I don't even know if you talked to me the last time if I could have even fathomed what they did this time. Like the story they told with the only way that. Jay would give up is because he was hurting the brother. That was fucking phenomenal. I mean, I would. I that's not something I would have thought of. That that ending. I was I was so confused that's about why this I was an I quit ending. match and all that. That's stuff. every I quit ending is is you know typically you're doing it to get get out of something else like that. That's just kind of the modern day I quit match to be honest. I, I don't know. I thought I, know. It, I thought it was I, I really good. Done one in five years. So yeah, man, I, 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 I thought I, it. I thought it was tremendous. But I'm not surprised that it was tremendous. I do think yeah, we yeah. I, we still come back to this. Uh, are what are you ultimately getting to? And I am more and more sold that it is worthy of getting back to Jey Uso at some point. I'm, I'm, yeah, I am. I thought the same thing, Glenn. When when I was watching the show, I was like, God damn it! I think Glenn might be onto something here. Like, um. Yeah, because they are because the one thing we didn't talk about last week and, you know, who knows, because they keep changing things on the fly. But the one thing we didn't talk about last week is the they didn't say if you win, you're, if you lose, you're out of the family. They said if you lose, you have to say that he's the, he's the tribal of, chief. And if you don't, you're, you're out, out of the, the family. family. Yeah, Correct. right. So that plays into what we all said would be great, which is that they essentially term the Usos as reluctant heels to be the hitmen for, well, you know, it'll be Jay because the other one can't wrestle right now, but as hitmen or a hitman for Roman Reigns, which could elevate him tremendously Correct. in the, in the time between now and the time that you need him to flip and win the belt. I, I, I agree with you, Glenn. I've never been more shockingly convinced that that's possible. Look again, if, if it's to get to the Rockets to get to the Rockets, a whole different thing, but I am, the story feels like it deserves revisiting Jey Uso. And in, to, the, to the extent that... And again, some of this is not knowing what their plans are for, say, the Royal Rumble. And I, I'm sure they're hell-bent on doing it inside of a building that has some people in it somewhere. Um, but I think you could have Jey Uso win the Royal Rumble. I truly believe that. And- do do the Batista thing where they they try to convince him cashing on the other brand, and then you know in Feb, late February he yep. announces he's cashing in on Roman. Yep, but, I I think you can make it work, and you can revisit. I I just I'm convinced of that. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying I'm convinced yeah. you can do it. It's it's that good. And in the meantime, you know you get through Survivor Series, however you get through it. You you throw in something random in December. Um, you, you've got you've got some time. I think you can come back to it. Uh, Sasha Banks cool I, I don't know cool. I, I, like again i still think it was weird that they they did it now um the match was good but the match was good i mean of course the match, oh, the was, match good. was the best of the night i thought right like of course yeah. the match was gonna be good so i, I don't really have a follow-up to it you know what i mean like can, I just, can she finally defend a title that's the follow-up i i don't she's never done it well again she won't have to at survivor series so well, no but i'm saying can she get one title defense in well i i think they're gonna purposely drag that out Wait, are you saying she's never defended it once 
She has never successfully defended a title. Really? Yeah, I thought really? it, I thought I that was on pay-per-view. Yeah, I thought it was on pay-per-view. I thought that's what the case. If you're telling me she never defended it at all. I, I, I'd have to double check on that. See, I, I, I see feel like she's held the title for a little bit of time. And you're not counting NXT in this, right? No, I'm not, I'm not counting NXT. I'm talking WWE main roster. Um, I know that I know. Uh, look, there's an element of truth. I just don't know exactly what it is. Uh, let's cover a couple other things. Um, you guys want to talk? Retribution loses again. I mean, I, I, I got nothing to they say. They did the Survivor about it. Series match. What's that? They did it. Yeah, that's also a really weird bit, right? Like, it's a really weird bit that my theory of you're doing all of this for just a Survivor Series match. They just went ahead and blew it off. Um, now to that. Well, then they cut a promo, so they didn't blow it off. Well, like, what are we doing with this? But this it's 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 also weirder. It's weirder because they seem hell bent on it just being Raw versus SmackDown at Survivor Series. So I guess they couldn't. They really couldn't do a Survivor Series match. But it still would have made more sense to me for them to have had Retribution face something on SmackDown. Like somebody they did infiltrate or, or SmackDown do it, at do one it, like, point. Like the week before, or week after. You know, they always have that kind of Survivor Series build up. There you yeah. go. It's the Raw before. Yeah, it's it's weird. There's no doubt. I, I mean, I have nothing else to say. I, it seems more and more like Retribution might go away. Anybody bothered? Nope. nope. Okay, great. Um, I, I said something about this. I got a message, and I'm, I apologize. Somebody messaged me over the weekend. Um, yes, obviously, when I've been playing my greatest hits recently, uh, so much has been focused on Cody. I get that. And I tweeted something about this the other night. I probably should give not maybe the same venom, but an amount of venom towards the thing that I brought up a couple weeks ago, which is how much it sucks that Lars Sullivan is in our lives again. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. it's, it's, it's truly embarrassing. Um, it's, this is, there are things that I think we get worked up about as WWE fans that aren't really worth getting up, worked up about. This is worth getting worked up about. This is worth being really pissed off about the number of talented people that you wanted to watch on a show that were let go to make room for a garbage human being that, that is so terribly uninteresting you can't fathom it. It this is shameful. I mean this is truly shameful that I have to see Lars Sullivan each week knowing how many like that Miro didn't work. This is bullshit. It's we can't cut around this. This is fucking awful. Um Brandon uh, my my segment this week I, you know, my, my question, what's the hottest shit in all of professional wrestling? The hottest shit in all of professional wrestling is the existence of Lars Sullivan. It's embarrassing on every level. It sucks. It sucks for wrestling fans. It sucks for the company. There is nothing that justifies this. He offers nothing as a performer. He's uninteresting. I know somebody's going to say, well, you know what this is. It's just Vince McMahon's obsessed with guys that are big. I, I totally believe that that's the entirety of this. It's shameful. There are other big guys. There are, correct. There are plenty of other big guys on the face of the planet. This is, a, this is a terrible, awful human being that is wasting time on my TV every week, and there is nothing justifiable about it. If he was a good performer, it would be difficult to justify. The, you know, like we struggle with the Velveteen Dream, who's an amazing performer, and, and, and we have questions. We just can't quite fully figure it out. We know this dude is garbage. We don't think that he's committed a crime to our knowledge, but we know he's a garbage person and he's no good at this. 
What is this? Just wait, just wait till they put the Forgotten Sons with him as a um, faction. Jesus. Well, the other <laughs> Forgotten Sons probably wouldn't be after the first guy. Yeah, they would um, like anything to get back on TV. Here's, here's the craziest part about it. it there's no purpose to it. Yep. Like, he's not yeah. getting into the title picture anytime soon. Well, no, remember, they've got big plans for Lars Sullivan. I mean, what, they, what could the big plans be? Braun Strowman. <laughs> I mean, that's the they, the talk is a, a a big match with Braun Strowman at some point. I mean, they they like they, this. But they're is, on they're on opposite brands, right? I understand. So you can't do that. Well, they, I, mean, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, <laughs> can only do it once. Um, I I just it's I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to go there. I don't want to be that guy today. I don't want to. I want to chill out a little bit if it's possible. And plus, we still have to talk about Cody. Uh, um. I'm going to limit I don't your like time that. on Cody. <laughs> Listen, I'm well, first of all, we do need to spend time on that, but I, I, I'm with both of you. I don't want to see this guy. I have no interest in him. Like, it's not like, you know, uh, what we reconcile with like someone like Ted Nugent, who has written like some catchy guitar hooks and is an incredible guitar player, but a piece of shit person. And you're kind of like, ah, oh, but I kind of like that. Yeah, cat scratch yeah, fever was lit. still good. Yeah. This guy doesn't have that. There's no, there's no cat scratch fever. In... There's nothing about him that I care about at all. I, I and by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him in a month. I mean, I guess we, I wouldn't, and I would prefer it that way. But they brought him back, and there's I talk, was going to say I'd be surprised. Yeah, for there's that talk reason. about them having real plans for him, which is so much worse. It's so much worse. It's offensive. It deserves more venom for me. I'm sorry I don't have it in the moment. Um, it, I, I should, I should spend more time killing them over this. Now they're not taking up half of their TV show doing it or telling you it's the only thing that matters on a TV show. So that's probably why I'm not able to equate it. But in the context, yeah, I mean, the of, one good thing is he wrestles for two minutes, right? And then it's over and then I can be on, right. be done with it. But his presence alone is worthy of venom. It's absolutely bullshit that this is something that we're doing there is nothing about it that's justifiable now with nothing being justifiable in mind let's go to AEW. <laughs> i'll give you 60 seconds here no no starting no 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 stop look i'm not i'm not gonna we're not gonna do it for 15 minutes but like we 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 can't i mean i i'd like i'd like to come on here and say eh, it's not that big of a deal it's not that it's it this is it's it's terrible it's getting worse. Um, you guys, like again, I guess the best thing I could say is at least this week they. I think it's clear they know that they're fucking up. I, I I am convinced of that because it seemed like they were trying to figure out a way that they could get out of it, like pretend like it never happened this week, and that's why they decided to make it a schmaz fest. Um, we called that last week. Once they announced it was a lumberjack, we knew exactly what the oh, finish would be. Right. Yeah, we knew what it would be. By the way, I got to play my hit real quick and say. The Dark Order cared a lot, a lot yeah, yeah. about Orange Cassidy not Real winning weird. this title. Real weird, right? Real super. <laughs> right. They were super excited about that, but not about another thing. And, and this is look. I, I, I'll probably I won't be. I won't have as much venom because at least for this week only, it didn't it was logical. No, it wasn't logical in any well, way. Well, there's I mean, nothing logical. The idea that Dude. we knew this was heading towards a triple threat match. Well, I mean, we, I st- I'm not, I'm not, not I'm not nearly as convinced no, of that I, I, as you are. What based, matches were announced? Right. Well, they, it was announced. I think that based on Cody's reaction, the oh my god, he, you know, he got attacked. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. Orange Cassidy has announced the match as well. Oh, I missed that. Orange Cassidy. Oh, by the way, this is. Oh my god, I can't believe you guys don't know this. 
Guess who Orange Cassidy is fighting at Full Gear? I'm guessing the guy who kicked yeah. him. Correct. Which which is good because is his name Alex Silver? Yeah. Alex Silver. John, yes. John Reynolds, Alex Silver. Yeah. Okay. Great match, right? Guess what part of the show it's on? Oh, it's on the pre. Yeah, the Kick whatever. Off, yeah. 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 It is on the buy-in. Yeah. Oh. Man, of wow. course. Orange Cassidy is on the okay. fucking. Of course, of course, I, I, I retract my statement of it making sense. Well, it was, there was nothing logical, and that's, that's the problem. They there did was, everything they should do to get to a triple threat. There, there's nothing logical about it. It's shameful. Everything about it is shameful, and we have to keep talking about how shameful it is. It's shameful, period. They have fucked up. Again, I think they know they're fucking up, and they're they're trying to make us forget about it. You know, we didn't fuck up. Everything's just a mess, right? Like it's just a crazy scenario. It's just, it's just a mess, guys. God, I, I'm gonna try to. Oh man, I'm gonna be very careful about this. I have a friend, and that friend, um, is with someone that has slept with somebody else that we're friends with, right? And hey. and at one point, I was hanging out with these friends, and that friend brought up the fact that we know other people that are also Eskimo brothers. And the friend was like, you see, it's kind of like we're all, like we, we've kind of all hooked up with each other. And I was like, no, that's not what this is. They're two really, I can't say too much more because I have no idea if this person might be listening and I, I like this person a great deal. Um, it's not that, that's not what happened here. They want us to believe that this is a mess. It's not a mess. They made it a mess. They made it a mess to distract from the fact that this sucks it sucks it sucks for everybody involved it sucks that cody is involved it sucks that they've screwed over orange cassidy it sucks it sucks that darby allen instead of getting the moment that darby allen deserves by the way darby allen way more belonging of being in the championship picture instead of him well, being around the championship picture. Yeah, correct that's a great point aaron thank you um He's been just a, <laughs> he's just a guy that's lurking. There's no build to this. There's no moment, which you can argue means that like he shouldn't even win it. Because there's no feel for it. It doesn't he's just been a guy that's been lingering. That's it. There's no story here. This sucks. It's terrible. The only thing I was going to say is at least in some world you could argue that they were trying to make you convinced that something else matters more in the course of the show. It's certainly not their championship. They're not arguing that whatsoever. They were, at least yeah. for a week, trying to argue that Hangman Page and Kenny Omega was the most important thing that was happening on the show, not this. Now, that's one week of that and 100 weeks of the other thing, so it still doesn't quite equal out. It, we can't forget how terrible this is. We can't. And you can't justify it anyway. Well, clearly... Um, Arn Anderson it was that was sowing more of the seeds for a heel turn. How long have we been sowing the seeds for a heel turn? <laughs> How long have we been doing that? Have you ever felt a seven-month heel turn? No, listen, I don't know if you know this, but heel turns are perennials, and they only bloom once a year. Jesus. So you've got to sow those <laughs> seeds I mean, a year in advance. Uh, this is insane. Like, this is... It's it, it's it's horrible. It's absolutely unwatchable. You 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 feel for the people involved that have to put themselves through this. Um, I, I I I just I'm I'm flummoxed. 
I'm dumbfounded. I at le- again, I at least think they realized we have fucked up really badly and we need to to try to pretend like it didn't happen somehow, but they can't clean it up. You you can you can schmoz it, you can try to make a mess of it and say guys, it's just a mess, you know? Like it's just a mess. Oh wow. A uh, hundred people No, there is a Cody Rhodes problem. You have a massive problem that is infecting everything else and making everything else suck. Now, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, there was no need to that do it. Suck. It and but there was of course no need to do a tournament for us to get here. Yeah, that was I, that's uh, what I was gonna say too. Like, what an unnecessary I, like practice to do this. We all knew what the match was gonna be. I think they tricked a couple people into thinking Wardlow was gonna come out of this somehow, but. Um, I think we all knew what this was going to be. And it's just like, by the way, the ultimate sin isn't this in and of itself. It's that everything they do is like that. Every tournament they do, you know who's going to win. Every battle royal, every like, it's always like the winner is the feud feuding with the fucking person that the match is for or whatever. You know, whether it's whether it's two winners coming out like this, you know, in the finals or whether it's like, one winner going on to fight someone. It's almost always someone that is like, it's so you, we almost overthink them and say someone else is going to win because they couldn't possibly do the most obvious thing ever. And that's sort of what they have been doing. Right. For the most part. I mean, like if you want to say that bat- we were surprised by like, not necessarily in a good way, but we've definitely been surprised by some of the battle Royals. Well, but, by the way, but, this isn't, this isn't I would, an that- AEW problem. This is a wrestling problem. Oh, but here's the thing. If you're WWE telling a story too, yeah, if you're telling a story, I don't mind it. I, I will say this about it. I, I think it was unnecessary for Adam Page. I think that, and you didn't necessarily have to do this in tournament form, but I think these past two matches have done a lot for Kenny Omega. Well, what I would agree is that representing the new Kenny Omega has been yeah. very good. I don't disagree with that. I don't think you, you needed need to do it in a tournament. You needed to do it in a tournament. Now, and if the, ultimately what you're going to say is, here, I, the best way I can argue is I don't think anybody got hurt in this process either. No, it's it's not offensive that this is the no. way that you got there. There are things Cody Rhodes is offensive. This isn't offensive. It was just unnecessary. It's just a little bit of an eye roll. Right, like that's all. This isn't in no ways offensive, and you're getting Hangman Page and Kenny Omega out of it, and so you know, high fives all around, right? Like that, yes. that part is quite good. Um, and and arguably, like if at this point should probably be the main event of full gear if if you know i'm just well here's 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 my problem with it and here's here's why i'll say it hinges on a tad offensive and only for this reason glenn what is your metric for whether something is offensive or not um does it hurt other things that i enjoy correct or does it take away right something we want right right would we have rather had an actual build to this match, considering it's next weekend? Yeah, I, um, I, than this bullshit but I think, tournament. I think you've had a build. No, like no, 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 no. You don't get the pull. Like I, I mean, you know what? Is say a, what Brandon, you know what's really weird? We've had a passive aggressive. I, but I, um, I, of pieces I, of commentary. I, I, no, I mean you had them break up. You had them go through everything right, they and did one, as a And one of them wanted in a way that, that, that would build. cause them to fight. Well, but in a way that made us all feel like inevitably they were going to have to fight because we like we know professional wrestling, like we un- okay, but we understand how that nothing works. For a month, and instead they just take part. I mean, in this Kenny tournament. was constantly taking shots at Adam Page for. Well, right, but that's not a real be- build, though. So it, here's it, if you it, the argument that you're trying to make, Brandon. Let me tr- let me try this. If if okay. the goal here is to get Adam Page over as top babyface, yes, I agree with you. 
if that's not the goal, if this is more about Kenny than it is about Adam, which it feels like that's the case in the immediate, yes. then I kind of disagree with that. Yeah. I think, okay. I think this has been good for that goal. I think that you need that program to get more people over. Like one of the things I said is that like, it, it always seemed like, you know, Adam, they were trying to do something with Adam as a face, but they never really did that. They, they like everybody else seemed to be having a good time, and he was kind of the dick. Um, they never really did the work to make him a face. So if the point of this was we want Adam Page to be a big face coming out of this, then no, they haven't accomplished that, and that would have been better done in a storyline well, that was more direct. I don't. Here's the other thing. thing. I think I was, this is well. It, it, it's leading to the title picture in May or whatever. It's Kenny's going to win, and you're going to have the Adam Page babyface redemption tour. And then you build to that match. Yeah. So, so to your point, yeah, you, that, that, at some point in the next I, I three months... Say, I, I was just, just going to say, the part I left out in my head was, the other side is, this is the first of probably many matches. Or, or this yeah. is not going to be a blow off, right? Well, it might be a. a it'll, month. Be, it'll be a temporary yeah. blow off to get the real match for the title, whether it's in May or in September or right. whatever. So the point being, that, my point is, the feud will continue. Yeah. Or will be revisited. In some, in some right. It, it, it'll it, be revisited. It'll be put correct. on pause. Correct. correct. I think for for the time being, you have you know Omega work with Moxley. Omega takes the belt off of Moxley, and then you can have Adam Page and Omega down the road for the belt until which they is, hire another one of Cody's friends. Who correct? Gets which the title is which is all then. fine, and we all pretend like the MJF thing never happened for whatever reason. We just we 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 make it seem like. That's very logical, the way that that all worked out, when it's not that whatsoever, and it's insane that we just are going to do that. But sure, that appears to be what it is that we're going to do. Um, with that in mind, um, we got a weird... I mean, we do need to address... This is re- This is weird, man. This is weird, the way that they're going about the route with Jericho and MJF. I, yeah. I'm, I'm still getting Jericho and MJF, so like it's still good. But everything about it is really strange. Like MJF clearly doesn't want to be in the inner circle. That's clear. He doesn't want to be around people that don't like him. That's nuts. It's nuts. He wants to screw over the inner circle. Chris, or he wants to get the boost involved with being in the inner circle without no, actually being in the inner circle. If you want to play that game, that as well. that, that doesn't yes, work. That doesn't work. He doesn't want I mean, to be in the inner circle. Jericho and I don't know why Jericho wants it. Like I don't know why either side really wants it. That, uh, the Jericho side makes all the sense in the world to me. The Jer- I disagree yeah. with you completely about that. It makes total sense that Jericho would want MJF in the inner circle. That makes complete sense. What really makes far less sense is that the other guys wouldn't want MJF in the inner circle because well, again, threatening to the other. But he, they haven't done enough to show that they care about that. Like this is the 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 side of that that matters is either you're super heels and you have this face that's trying to infiltrate it. When you're, when you're a super heel faction, you should want more super heels to be a part of your faction. You're all working together for common goals. That's, that's the way that this thing works. They're trying to have it both ways. They're not really telling you that the inner circle are faces, but they're acting like that. Like and, it's, and they're going to say the inner MJF. circles in, in this feud are the faces. Sammy but, and but they're, Santana. Yeah. But but they're yeah, not they're the, not the, doing the enough with is that. Walking that line too, though, a little bit. It's a weird. It's weird, man. It's really weird. Yeah. 
it 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 comes off with like, hey, we're we don't really have to do the best work. What instead we can do is just entertaining segments, and if we give them entertaining and MJF Jericho at the end of it, everybody's going to be happy. But do, do, but what do you do? do? Head, sorry, go ahead. I just I just don't know what you do here. I really don't have an answer for but, it. So I, here's where my head was, and it made sense until Santana or who was it Ortiz or Santana and Guevara cut that promo. And then I kind of was like, okay, this doesn't make sense anymore. But where my head was at was MJF wins, joins the inner circle, and then essentially takes his place because they respect him because he's the one who won the match. And Jericho's left out in the cold to turn face. But then the but guys, that doesn't make sense if the other guys hate him. Right. That, like, this, unless, they're, unless it turns out they're just pretending. That this is just kind of a big deal to like overthrow I, Jericho. I don't think that, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't buy that. I mean, if they, they could come back and say that and I would say that sucks, I think. Um, I think you have to tell it so they like, well, okay, wait. But if they then are so impressed with him and, and decide that that's better for them, because like, remember, heels are selfish assholes. So if they're like, oh, wait, this guy's better for us. So it's almost like the gangster mob mentality. Like if the, yeah, if someone makes the boss look like inferior and then the, the 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 gang sides with the opposing boss because that guy's going to take ta- the town over and they don't want him to kill them or whatever it's the same kind of idea right like if if mjf beats jericho in a somewhat maybe convincing fashion and they say oh we're with the wrong guy like this is the guy that's going to be running the company we need to be with him yeah, I don't know. it's not about you know, it's about their self-preservation uh, at that point. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a convoluted. It's very convoluted again. I used that word a few times today. Um, before Steve Miggs joins us here in a minute, um, let me touch on one other thing. You guys understand the Bucks uh, thing at all? Uh, like, have you gotten yeah. any more clarity to it whatsoever? <sighs> That's weird. It's so strange, man. I it think is. I think it's worse now, and it's and they're already giving them an out for losing which I hate. I hate when they do, oh, the guy's hurt or whatever. You know, like, they're already doing that. And I, I think, what other reason do you put? It's, a, it's Cody tag team. It's the, code, it's, it's the tag team of Cody, essentially. Like, it's the same exact thing. Well, correct. That's, and that's what, can never def- and, that, and that ended up being so much worse when that was the case. Like, this, this makes me almost think you have to have the Bucks win. Like, I, you can't do this again. You can't. It's a. It's such a disaster. It was. They a, can. They can come out the TNT tag titles and yeah, then everything then will everything, be fine. Right. <laughs> then we just pretend like it doesn't. It's like what you did the last time was so bad. You can't do it again. You. You just at this point you're gonna have to have the Bucks win. But. But I don't. Do I want the Bucks to win? Like there's there's nothing that I want in this match. It. I, this is a card full of outside of. Um. Outside of Moxley Kingston, which nobody thinks that Kingston has a chance in hell to win, you haven't really told stories where I want somebody to win. Like I want somebody, I want Darby Allen to win because I hate Cody Rhodes. But that's not the story you're telling. You haven't done anything to tell that story. You've done nothing in the build for this to create matches where I care about who the winner of the match is outside of one. And we all know how that match is going. Like, there's, there's, there's no chance in the world that Eddie Kingston's going to win. So, I, I mean, I, I guess it just, I'm just, just saying it's a damning, um, 
it's an indictment on the pay-per-view build that you've had, but it, it's it's very strange the route that you've got. Like, tell me anything else that's coming up at full gear that I care about. That like I have uh, any investment. Best friends versus Miro and Kip. Uh, I mean, I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess. I'd say they, as as far as pure regular feuds go, that's about as good as you got. I mean, it's dude. It's 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 very very odd. Like all of this is very odd. I guess we're getting Nyla Rose and Sheeta. I guess that's what we're gonna end up getting I out mean, of this. That, that's what based it's, on it's, one line of dialogue. Right, but again, no build. Okay, so we're doing that with no build whatsoever, without there being any interaction. Um, we're I just, forgot we were getting Matt Hardy and Sammy, considering they haven't done anything with that the past I, I, few weeks. I mean, weeks. are you are you sure we're still a, getting it? <laughs> like, it, it, it apparently yeah, it's the elite deletion match. Oh yeah, the elite it's, deletion. It was filmed mm. on his farm or whatever too. So okay, compound. I mean, yeah, we're just it's we're it's we're just cinematic pre- match. We're just pretending like it doesn't exist for some reason, um, despite it being on the card, dude. This is. It's it's weird. Uh, I blame Cody for all of it, for what it's worth. I completely blame Cody for every aspect of why we're here because we couldn't just do Moxley and MJF again, which is exactly what we should have done. We couldn't have just, you know, had Orange Cassidy win the belts or done Orange Cassidy versus Brody Lee, like whatever. I, there's a million things that we should have done that we're not doing and instead – we're just getting the most confusing uh, pay-per-view that we're trying to salvage by saying, well, at least we're getting Jericho MJF out of it, right? Like, I, it's... And if, you, and if you look at this on paper, like it all laid out, it does look like Page and Omega is the main event, for sure. I, like, that's the one that pops off the page. It, it's a hunt. To me, it's 100% the main event. Like, it's uh, to the extent that, like, why... And they haven't told a great... Again, it's a weird thing where, like, they haven't told a story that I care deeply about, but at least... At least I care. There, there are people who do care about it, and at least it's a coherent story. And we think we should care about it. Like, that's yeah. it, it, all of I, I don't know. Like, like I said, from the summer, I was enjoying their work. So I, 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 I did. As far and as thing, guys. I did, I've really been it's, enjoying this part. So. Hello? Oh, hey, there's Steve Miggs. Hang on one oh, second. Oh, look, hang it's on, Miggs. Hang on a second, Miggs. Miggs. Aaron, it's not. Yo. I, I, I've absolutely enjoyed their work. 100% have enjoyed their work. The difference being, it's still not a. One guy's a face, one guy's a heel. You've told me that I should like that. That part of it still because hasn't existed. Because of where we think it's going, though, correct? Like, we're going to get that. You, you don't blow, blow I'm everything. I'm just saying here, that so you uniquely for this pay per view, there just isn't storylines where here's the face that you care about deeply, here's the heel that you want right. to see lose. We're not. We're just not getting any of that in storylines throughout. Other the, than the, the crazy thing is, you look, if I told you this was the card two months ago, you would say, "Oh yeah, here's the easy way to make this for every single match," and they just didn't do it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. All right, Steve Miggs and Baby are with us now yes. on Chopping uh, <laughs> Out. Um, you have been hearing uh, moments with Miggs recently. We've really enjoyed that. Is um, Steve? You know, I, I, so I, you're still doing one of your podcasts, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm doing the mega cast with uh, uh, Ted Smith, who you've had on Jogging Out. Love Ted, um, Maryland guy. uh, Not doing the Migs cast, kind of just took a break from that because of uh, all the COVID stuff. And also, honestly, like, I'm just, I'd like to get home and hang out with my kid. So, (laughs) taking a little bit of a break from that. Oh, dude, I I'm with you. I don't want to hang out with these guys at all. I would rather just abandon and bail. That's what I. Would <laughs> and like. then the, the the wrestling one I was doing with the interviews, and then you know, as you guys know, it's like it's it's not easy getting interviews every week, and then. So I kind of took a little bit of a break, and then my company's like, hey, if, if, if you're not going to do the interviews, 
we're not wasting money on the bandwidth. And I'm like, well, crap, I have nowhere to put them. So I, I was like, would you guys want them? Cause yeah, you would, you would slum it with us. And I appreciate that. Right. Well, I'm that's de- the thing. They're, they're like, why don't you just talk about wrestling and just keep the podcast going? And like legit, like I, I'm, the last thing I'll say, it's nice about you guys, but I'm like, I don't want to do that because you guys do it so great. And if I'm going to tell someone to listen to analysis about wrestling, I'd rather send them to you guys. So Aww. now it's just like throwing my crap onto your oh uh, uh, that's a nice way of telling us we were the last girl at the bar and then telling us we were pretty anyway <laughs> right, i did kind much. of i did yeah. kind of appreciate by the way you know what it's like to be the last girl at the bar you get laid <laughs> that's what it's like um right. ugly lights go on it doesn't matter 100 percent right all right migs uh have you have you been listening at all the last few weeks Yes, and but not, I don't think I heard last week. Okay, that's yes. that's fine. But you but know the main. You're aware top. of my 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 greatest hit at the moment. What is your greatest hit? Well, no, my great being like I, I all I have spent time talking the about thing, is the thing that he screams and you can feel his uh, yeah. veins popping out of his head over. Oh man, you're gonna have to help me on this one. I, if you, as soon as you said, I probably will know, but I, I can't the, think of it right now. It would I got be dad the, the prince of wrestling. Yeah, the performer that I think the is the most w- important champion on planet Earth. Yeah, I I have spent a lot of time talking about how I feel that Cody is the worst thing that's happened in professional wrestling for some yes. time. Um, <laughs> I I when we've brought people on recently, I have attempted to ask if anybody thinks that I'm I'm being unfair or I'm missing something. And so I will give you the set up same opportunity. Am I is there somewhere that you think that I am wrong in my opinions about code? Which by the way, the boys have lined up with. Like they they don't get to try to back out of it now. At first they thought it, they have now lined up with me fully on this. Dude, I I guess I'm going to be alone on that. I don't know. I I feel like Cody's one of the few things on AEW that oh my is God. consistently logical. How? No! How? <laughs> I, I, guess, I, wait, wait, here's, here's, here's I always like the stories that are going on with Cody stuff. I, he's like, it, it's always for me. It's like, okay, well, this is all making sense. I know that people give him a hard time for always putting the, uh, the championship on himself, but I mean, he's great, so I don't mind it. Well, did did you like Triple H from two thousand two to two thousand three? Yes. Okay. Well, then that's okay. You know what? Might make a you little. Like might make a little more like sense. That. Like that's the problem here for the most part. Because you're right. It's logical. It's just logically bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, okay. So what is better on AEW than Cody? Everything. I mean, seriously, literally everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Joey Janela is better than I, what I mean, Cody I, does. I on wish. AEW. I wish okay. we were getting some Joey. Well, Joey Janela is not on TV. So. I, but okay. I, I wish we were getting some Joey Janela. <laughs> and I like Joey Janela. I'm just saying though, like. I mean, the, the, I, here's the stuff what I that said. Chris Jericho's done if, in the last year. You think is better than Cody? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I don't. I don't know how you're comparing. See, I would say the, the two. year before that, absolutely, but not in the past year. Oh, the past year is all AEW has existed. But it's all variety show. I mean, I'm not saying it's awful. Yes. That's what Jericho is. Yes. Give me more. Again, <laughs> oh, I didn't. Man. Did See, you I, not I, like the Festival of Friendship? Yeah, I liked it when he did it with Kevin Owens. Okay, but how could you not love Lady Dinner Debonair then? And by the way, I, as I said last week, I didn't even think that was the most perfectly executed thing they've done. But the idea was so effing good that like it, it made right. up for whatever failures there were in execution. It was oh, wonderful. Yeah. It was joyous. Oh, I, I was thoroughly entertained. Like I thought it was great. I watched it a few times. But I mean, it's not like I don't think it's the, the greatest thing that's happened in wrestling since. Uh, the pipe bomb or something along those well, lines. That but, like, some people are making. Uh, I also think it's the worst thing. But, man, I think when Cody is passionate, his promos are great. 
And I enjoy what he does in the ring. I think he's a great wrestler. They reek. They reek of nonsense, please trust that I'm a face type of promos to me. Like, they reek of, um, I I know that you hate the fact that I'm just going to keep putting myself over, but I'm going to keep putting myself over. So please, please listen to me and believe that I'm really a face and I care about you. And it's utter, it's such bullshit. I don't know how you can listen to them. Like, I, I guess I, and a part of me is thinking that at some point, like, this is all just a giant setup for him not to be a face. Of I, course I, I, it is, but they've been doing that for nine months. I'm uninterested in it now. They've spent the, nine Chris months. Chris Jericho's been doing hot jokes for the last nine months, and everyone thinks it's the greatest thing. Because that's who Chris no, Jericho but he, is. But he does them. He doesn't pretend like he's about wait, to do them and then doesn't do them. Wait, Jericho has done haha jokes for 30 years now. Right. Oh, but come on. The first year of him at AEW, he was just. This is still the first year of him in AEW. (laughs) AEW has lasted for a year. Okay, it feels like a really long time. Well, I get there's been a pandemic involved. I understand what you're saying. Phase two of Jericho is not the same as the first phase of Jericho when when AEW first started. I mean, when was the first time we saw. when, When did we meet the inner circle? Uh, it was the first episode of Dynamite, so mid-October. So, I mean, it's yeah. the, the, the Jericho from that moment to now has been almost exactly the same. <laughs> like, I, in no ways have I sensed a change in Chris Jericho from the moment I that think, we met. I, I, think, I think what he means, maybe, is, like, when he was feuding with, like, John Moxley, you're not really doing this type of thing, but because he was feuding with, Characters Cassidy? where you need to do this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's been a little bit more over the top with Orange Cassidy. Absolutely, and, yeah. MJF. Well, I mean, that might be true, and that is unique to those characters. I don't doubt that. But even when he was feuding, even when we, he would have intense moments with John Moxley, let's not—he's fifty years old. Like, but I mean, we're not, we're not that far removed from his New Japan run, where he was just this glam version of Bruiser Brody, and I think like it just happened. I don't know. I just feel like he did not give that enough time to breathe and then just went straight into, I'm going to work with Orange Cassidy for five months and and, and just turn into a giant joke. I, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to use as a comparison of you two big stars. You have Chris Jericho and then you have a Cody Rhodes. I'd much rather see what Cody Rhodes is going to do on television each week than Chris you Jericho You know right what now. Cody Rhodes is going to do on television each week. <laughs> I know it's exactly what he's going to do on television each week. <laughs> Chris Jericho might give you something different. stories that are... That are not just haha jokes. No, wait, we, what, what, what story? You, wait, 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 wait. What stories has he created? J- wrote, Cody has done a lot of good things, but he's never been involved in a story in the past eight months. You're also gonna have to sell me on what good things he did. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I know some of the matches. I'm gonna say some of the matches were fine, but he hasn't been involved in a story in eight months. All right. I mean, I guess you're. Uh, I guess it hasn't been a story against a certain wrestler. It's just more him as a story that I enjoy. But what, I, I guess a, I don't understand what the story. What is the story of him as a wrestler? I, I, I'm really am confused about that. Like, and I, I'm not. I'm not trying to pick on you because I had somebody make this argument to me earlier this week. Like, what? What is the story about him as a wrestler? Like, I, he he just does the same thing constantly. He, I I don't I don't know where the story is in him as a wrestler. You know, I think the problem for me. Uh, that I think a lot of people have just said it's because everyone knows that he's a person in charge and that that's correct. And that I think that's the biggest issue with the entire thing with AEW. That's a whole other argument. But like with with the Bucks, with Omega, it's oh, like it's, it's, it's a huge oh, this issue, is happening. Yeah. XYZ is happening because they're in charge, or you know, maybe they're holding back on certain guys. Like, I mean, why is Kenny Omega not doing I mean, I know right now it's starting to change a little bit, but for the first year Well, there was a real Kenny Omega he, problem, no doubt. There was definitely a yeah, Kenny well, Omega problem. 
Yeah, it's like it's almost like as if like they were like purposely holding him back because we don't want to just make everyone think that the the bosses are running all the stories when it's like he's arguably one of the greatest wrestlers at this moment. And all he's being used on is is a weird dynamic between him and Hangman Page. Can I ask you a question, Steve? Like, do you think that because I had a conversation with someone this week that has a similar opinion as as you and I asked them this question and their answer was like, Actually, yes, I think you're right. Um, uh, do you think that it's hard sometimes to conflate, or not, that's like the right word, but the fact that Cody's the guy that's giving you this with the character, Cody, mm-hmm. and that they're one and the same to some people and to other people. In other words, we have a problem with how he's doing his character because he's running the company. And then maybe other people are so happy that he gave us this company that they don't care what his character is doing. Does that yeah, make sense? It does. I, I, for me, you know, you might be right. Like, I might be just holding out, like, some kind of, like, strange hope that, like, you know, I remember watching him on the indies and seeing what he did with, the, with, with Ring of Honor. And I guess I'd maybe just continue to have this, this um, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm not willing to see the, the flaws because I enjoyed what he did up until AEW. I, I'm, I'm, I think, like many, are appreciative that there is an AEW. And maybe I'm, I'm still li- living through Cody Rhodes-colored glasses because of that. I mean, I, I've 100% believe that that's part of the problem. I mean, I've, I've felt that entirely. I just don't, I, I don't know how you could watch the show week in and week out and have uh, you you're watching Cody Rhodes literally shit on the actual championship belt on the show like mm-hmm. he's 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 forced i'm what matters here nothing else matters and everyone that he works with name anybody that's been better off for working with Cody Rhodes since MJF and again it MJF was t- was worse off was drastically worse off immediately after going over Cody Rhodes it took 6 months to remember who MJF was afterwards. No one has been better for working with Cody Rhodes in the entire oh. company. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm going all the way back to the earlier, I mean, with, with like Guevara and Allen, but you're right. I mean, as far as like recently, nobody has. I mean, the stuff with Brody Lee really didn't do much for either. I mean, it's hurt everyone. Lance Archer, Brody Lee, and now Orange Cassidy. Like, it's, it's been, it has hurt everyone working with Cody Rhodes has hurt them. It's, Orange Cassidy, I mean, I feel like actually has continued to do pretty well after Cody. Orange Cassidy is going to be on a he he's going to be on a kickoff match next week on the pay per view. I mean, like yeah, he just he just fought Cody this week, but for the second time, and now he's on the kickoff match, and that's after beating Chris Jericho twice. Jericho, yeah, right. th- I mean, that's all you have to say. It's he he was at Jer- he re- he beat Jericho in the last pay per view. He feuded with Cody, and now he's on the kick kickoff match against one of the members of the Dark Order, not named Brody Lee. <laughs> like it's it's just all downhill. It's like everything is bad for everyone that comes into Cody's orbit. It's terrible, in fact. It like Co- Orange Cassidy was in a, such a better place before he ever interacted with Cody Rhodes. He was he you was know. the hottest thing until he came into Cody Rhodes's orbit. And yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to enjoy my day, and now all of a sudden I got to rethink my love for Cody Rhodes. This, <laughs> I mean, is, like, not, well, this is not what I expected to come on. The show. I, it's it's I, I, I'm struggling with it because you're bringing up great points. I wish, like, I, I honestly could. I, I can't argue what you're saying. It's I, you. You're probably right, and it's. I'm not gonna like just fight for the sake of fighting on this, but like for the longest time, I've just enjoyed Cody because I enjoy what he does in the ring. But the arguments you guys are making aren't. Are, are completely valid. It's it's 
it's not as if like I can give you any kind of example of why it's not. I still think Jericho's been a joke recently. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree with you guys on that. But I like um, Jericho's. I, this is this is the weird part wrong. to me. I, I'm willing to accept you saying Jericho's been a joke, but I like Jericho as a joke. Jericho's really good as a joke. Now, he's good at doing other things, too, but he's really good at this as well, and I can accept that at 50 years old, I'm not sure that I really want more of the other Chris Jericho at this point, right? Like, I think I'm okay with translating into this part of Chris Jericho's career and doing those no, I, things. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it almost feels like he's cracking jokes to hang out with the cool kids, and that's just me. That's just to, to me. That's Jericho, though. Yeah, I mean, you, know what, though, Jericho. you know what though? I will give you that. I do, I do agree with that to to a degree. Was that like he picked the coolest couple of people, and mm -hmm. we we do have to acknowledge that. Like he had the power to put himself in programs with the two freshest people on the show. That mm -hmm. is something to to think about. Um, there's something to be said for that, but I I I don't have a problem with it because it's still Chris Jericho. I think it's a good thing for Orange Cassidy was way better off having worked with Chris Jericho. That put him into a place where he was. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Um, let's quickly what talk. What are you liking these days, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. What, what am I? I'm, I'm liking watching old matches on the WWE Network. <laughs> do you watch Ron? Do you still watch Ron SmackDown on NXT at all? Uh, honestly, dude, I I only watched uh, one match from uh, Raw, which was the uh, Riddle Sheamus match because I kept reading good things about it. But I, I, I no no I haven't. I, I'll watch some of the the, the pay per views and uh, or the the network shows and and SmackDown I'll go through because it's still a fun watch and it, and it flies by. Raw is tough. Oh, Ross, it's almost unbearable sometimes. Plus, SmackDown has the best thing in professional wrestling right now, which is we all knew going into the year was going to be Roman Reigns. I mean, everybody knew that Roman Reigns was definitely going to be the best thing happening in all of professional wrestling. That We could have seen that from a mile away. Well, except but, for our former voice, who absolutely did not believe Yeah, everybody that. knew. And AJ, only, AJ only of course, it. always hated Roman Reigns. The rest of us always knew right. that this was going to be the case. Yeah, we knew the whole time. Yeah, that Roman and we, Reigns... And we knew that Jey Uso was going to be a breakout star this Correct. Year. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew yeah. that this was going to be the thing that we have to get more of. Uh, we were talking uh, just a couple minutes ago, Migs, and again, not knowing how much you've been paying attention, I am I am more convinced that I think I want now Jey Uso to win the Royal Rumble and end up going over Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Like almost to the point where the like the the pipe dream idea of it being Roman versus the Rock at WrestleMania, mm -hmm. I'm I'm convincing myself more and more. I want Roman and Jey Uso again more than that. Like I I want that story again to be revisited in the spring and to have a Jey Uso moment at WrestleMania. Dude, I, if you told me which of the two Usos do you think would break out and be able to shine as a single star, I, I would have like created other Usos in the family before I even said <laughs> Jey Uso. Like, it's just, it blows me away. It's like you hand that guy a ball and he just, he went hard and it's incredible. And I'm with you, man. Like, I would love to see him have a big moment at any, any big show uh, because he, Everything he's done with Roman Reigns, I, I mean, I think Roman owes a lot of uh, a, a, a gratitude towards him because it's made his character even more over the top because of how great Jay has been in this situation. Um, we're, we're, we're just for, gonna, for sure. We're in agreement yeah. now, which is what I like because we didn't agree about the last thing. So now we're but I mean, but we do know that if Cody was there, it would make it even better. Oh, for fuck's sake with you. <laughs> God, with you. Well, well, how about, one other thing. What do you think of uh, – are you watching NXT at all? And what do you think of Pat yeah. McAfee? Mm. Dude, he's good. 
I mean, mm. I, I, I think I'm, I'm getting a vibe that Glenn doesn't feel that way. <laughs> you know, it's really oh, weird. No, we're back. No, it's no, it's I'm... it's weird. Hang on, because the boys know. I I don't hate Pat McAfee. I largely mm-hmm. nothing him. I nothing him for the most part. Like I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. He exists. I hated him versus Adam Cole. I yeah. hated Adam Cole at a takeover working with Pat McAfee. It was it, it, Adam Cole is everything. He is one of the biggest stars in all of professional wrestling. Right. Adam Cole should never be used that way. I hated that. A week ago, when Pat McAfee just pops out as being the, the guy with the mask, like I'm like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. You can use him mm-hmm. that way. Giving, and I'm guessing you didn't see it this week, giving Pat McAfee 10 minutes on the microphone when you're giving me a program that otherwise is the undisputed era against Pete Dunne and Lorkin and Birch and telling me that what matters in that program is Pat McAfee, get the fuck out of here with that. Because Dude, I, I did not know he did a tenant promo. That scares me to even now have to watch that. Uh, the, well, and that, not that's only that, a, but, but that's it's... Been like a, that's a historic problem with the WWE is as soon as you get anyone that's a pop culture celebrity outside of the WWE, it's almost like the, the, they're so excited that they want to be in their world that they'll just hand over so much to them that maybe it's a little too much. I think he's great on the mic. I think he has the potential of being an incredible manager that can also do stuff in the ring. I mean, that... Right, he didn't embarrass uh, himself. It's very yes, obvious. That's fine. He knows how to be athletic right. in the ring. He's, he's, but yeah, I agree. Pairing yes. him up with Adam Cole... Terrible idea. That if you would have replaced Adam Cole with like a B level NXT guy, that would have been a great story and a great moment on a on a NXT takeover. And and weirdly, I said then I would have been less offended by doing that at SummerSlam than I was by doing it at Takeover. Takeover is where wrestling has mattered, where wrestling mm-hmm. the matches have been what mattered. You do that at SummerSlam, it's part of the show, right? Also, how right. weird is it that like in the history of wrestling, the uh, the the celebrity that's been best used has been Snooky. How is that possible? <laughs> that the celebrity whose usage was best for everyone was Snooky, who did not embarrass herself and got out of the way. Like, right. It was, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. Like, this is where we are with Pat McAfee that, that we're giving every power rank those eight guys from one to eight and tell me how Pat McAfee isn't the eighth, maybe the 12th <laughs> out of eight. And yet, that's what I'm being told this program is all about, is Pat McAfee. That just doesn't, like, ah, it bugs me. All right, all right. Um, what else is going on in your world? Besides, you're being a dad, right? Tell us about SOS. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so SOS is just like, it's, there's a handful of us that, like, one of my buddies, he bought a, a ring, because, you know, everyone's losing their mind and has nothing to do. So he decided to drop several thousand dollars and buy a ring off of like high spots or my, or one of those places that sells rings. It's a thing people do. It. Right. Cause that's just what you do. So a handful of us that like um, have trained together and knew each other, we started working in on some stuff in the ring. And then we joked about like, Hey, it looks like an Island in, in your backyard. And it just morphed into this. What if we turn, turn, made a YouTube show that was part like mid South style wrestling, short, quick, basic matches with survivor and meets lost where there's like a weird mysterious island energy and that's what sos wrestling is it's i mean if, if i was going to do an elevator pitch it would be like gilligan's island meets lost meets mid-south wrestling 
Um, just ridiculous characters and stupid, weird moments happening on the island and just random animals watching us wrestle, like gorillas and monkeys and owls, uh, just whatever stock footage our guy Drew puts together. Um, is there any part yeah, of this I'm not supposed to like? Like, is there any part of this where this isn't supposed to sound super interesting? My it's God, just, it's it's so over the top. And, we, and there's, as the series go, as the show goes on, there's going to be time travel involved in it too. Um, uh, there's a wrestler. Uh, there, there might be a, a a cameo by a certain man by the name of Jacob Fatu on this show. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Well, and, and tell him some of the wrestlers' names. Oh, okay. So there's uh, well, there's myself, obviously. I, then there's um, there's a guy Raymond the Mysterious, which we're not convinced is really a luchador. Um, <laughs> there's uh, uh, there's Sammy Sparkles, who I continue to call uh, Kimmy Cocalina because she's she's from Vegas and she's a party girl. There's Alexi Suplexi. Um, uh, he's a Russian guy that likes to give suplexes. <laughs> it's almost like it's, it's it's got a very glow. Well, there's the big hurt who wears a, a baseball jersey. Yeah, there's the big hurt who just in the last episode was murdered. Um, so he's oh yeah, dead. he got murdered, and that's because he's from Canada and he couldn't get back the tape anymore. So we murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now, in a future episode, his tag team partner, the great Bambina, who some might know from Hood Slam, uh, she makes an appearance. Via time travel, uh, it's, it's a very logical wrestling. Show. I ha- all right, um, you've sold me. You've oversold me. <laughs> I'm all in. Makes I'm you, all in. You might want to warn Glenn though that the episode where Cody shows up. So yeah, it's gonna that. be a real problem. <laughs> Does he ruin that, that too? Yeah, right. Well, that spoiler alert. He's the guy that's running the island. Damn uh, it! <laughs> Damn it! He forced us to crash on this island, and, and we're just puppets in his little wrestling game. All right, we we could do this for 30 more minutes, but I ha- I have to wrap up the show because I hey, no, 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 this is great. You just ruined AEW. I know. For me. Thanks, I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I lost Migs, that debate. Migs, so, um, so people can find SOS. They go to SOS, uh, at SOS Pro Wrestling on Twitter. There's yeah, a link. Or just type it in on YouTube and you'll get all the episodes for free. Awesome. Awesome. What can we plug for you? Um, uh, sorry, social media, the uh, t shirts. Uh, you got t shirts now? Um, yeah, I'm on Brainbuster Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees. Just type in Steve Miggs and, and I'm Steve Miggs on all the social media. But, you know, and hopefully soon I'll have more interview opportunities that I could give to you guys. Uh, uh, got lucky where it was two in a row, the one with uh, Braun Strowman and then Nyla Rose, and uh, both were great. Um, it's just whenever I have the opportunity that these these radio tours, as we call them, and Glenn, you know that, and Aaron as well, you know those all too well, where it's like, hey, we've got this person, do you want to talk to them? And I'm like, yeah, but where am I going to put it? Right, oh, correct. Jobbing out. That's hey. right. <laughs> we love it. We love well, it. We'll take it, your rub all the time. Your interview with Braun Strowman was great. I mean, that. that that guy is so good at that. Like, holy <laughs> he, shit. Who, he, he, he's such a likable guy. Yeah. I agree. I agree. No, they've been great, man. They really have been, and we'll take them all the time. All right. Uh, I, hang on. You're going you're gonna to help us wrap the show. Uh, boys, okay. you got anything you want to plug? Oh, uh, Aaron wants to plug VEASAN for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> check out VEASAN, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Uh, it's on a bunch of different cable networks nationwide. Hopefully, you guys have it up in Seattle as well. I think if you have Xfinity up in Seattle, uh, you do. can check it. On, you, okay, so you can check out Vison on the Xfinity uh, app uh, as well as Vison.com. Very good, uh, Brandon. Um, do you have a fast food that you want to plug this week? <laughs> uh, I gotta tell you, I've been really, really, really excited to finally tell everybody after. 
all of this time. Yeah. That I have nothing to plug. All right, great. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, GlennClarkRadio.com at GlennClarkRadio. He's at the A Oster. He's at Brandon Linden, and of course at AJ Francis four one zero. Support our boy, uh, Steve Miggs. Thank you. We love you for Miggs, for Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. Then, then, AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Miggs, you do it. Jobbing out. Yeah.